Hey there, John Morris here with JohnMorrisOnline.com and welcome to another episode of The John Morris Show. And in this episode, I'm going to be answering another one of your questions that I received over on Quora.com. The question is, as a freelancer, how do I manage my time better when working with several clients? Of course, before I dive into the answer, I want to make sure and remind you that I am asking for your input. I'm in the process of creating a course where I will teach the truth about making money on Elance and Odesk, and I'm wrapping up the lessons that I'm going to be creating, but I want to make sure and get your input and answer the questions that you have directly. So if you could head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash Elance, I have a quick one question survey for you. If you could fill that out, I would greatly appreciate it. Help me a lot. It'll help me to answer your actual questions inside of the course. All right, so with that out of the way, then let me dive in and talk about this question. So the question goes on and says, I feel like I'm in a situation where if I don't learn how to manage my time, I will fail in my business. Here's my situation. I have several projects that almost all came in at once. I've scheduled time for each and figured in between two to three weeks to complete each project. I work eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, and have off during the weekend. Before, I was working constantly and just wasn't good for me and my family. But if I can find something to help me manage my time better, I would be willing to work some extra hours. All right, so this is this is pretty common thing that you will encounter when you start out freelancing. Now, it doesn't necessarily happen right away, but when you get to a point where you start getting a lot of clients, then it's something that can hit you. And, you know, the the person asking questions is exactly right. If you don't figure out how to manage it, you will fail in your business. Now, I have a direct experience with this because a few years ago when things really started taking off for me freelancing-wise... I found myself in a position where I was getting people who were asking me to work on their projects, you know, at a steady pace, several per month. And it was very, very hard for me to say no. You know, I charge, depending on what package you go with, $3,000 to $5,000 a site. It's really hard to turn down that kind of money. And so I found it difficult to do, and I was saying yes to everybody. And by the end of the year, I was incredibly burnt out and I ended up taking a couple months where I just, I said no to everybody. I didn't do anything because I needed to just unwind and kind of get my head back around me and develop a strategy for how I was going to manage this going forward. So if you don't take care of this and don't handle this, it's something that can burn you out and you know, I was I was reaching a point where I was thinking about whether I wanted to do freelancing altogether. Now, I was having tons of success, but I was just overworked and burnt out. So you have to figure this out. At some point in your freelancing career, it, it, it will happen. It'll hit you. And, you know, you need to have some insights and some strategies for dealing with it. So I want to cover some of the things that I do and that have allowed me to be a better time manager because I'm a historically terrible time manager, but I have gotten better at it over the years. So the very, very first thing as a freelancer, 
And even if you're working for somebody else, you can do this. But as a freelancer, you need to be disciplined when taking clients. The whole situation has occurred because of taking several clients at once. Now, I understand you don't want to tell clients no. And further down in this question, I didn't read the whole thing because it's about five or six paragraphs, but talks about running a promotion and, and obviously if you're running a promotion, you don't want to turn down any of, of those projects, but you need to make sure that when you're planning those things that you take this into account. You don't just take the revenue side into it. You take the delivery side into it as well. In fact, the delivery side is more important in my eyes because if you get five or three or five or however many projects and you flake out on half of them, that doesn't do anything for you. A, you're not going to get paid for them. And B, you're going to create a reputation as someone who flakes out. So the very, very first thing is to be very disciplined with how many clients you take on at once. So if taking on three clients at once is going to put you in a position where you're in a tough spot, don't do that. <laughs> now, I know that's uh, maybe a little bit in your face advice, but it's the reality of it. If you can't deliver on it, don't take on the project, okay? Now, likely, it, it, you can probably deliver on the three projects in a month's time frame if you really kind of hone in and have a tight structure about how you go go about managing those. And I don't know exactly what the projects are. Maybe, maybe not. But I would guess, at least with what I, I would do, if I really was had my stuff together, I could deliver that many projects in a month, probably a, a few more. So there's some things that you can do then to increase your productivity so that you can take on more projects at once. But again, before I get into all of that, the first thing is know what your limits are and don't go over them because it's going to be bad for you. It's going to burn you out. It's going to make you miserable and it's going to be bad for your business and your client because you're a lot more likely not to deliver and flake out on those projects. All right. So with that out of the way, now let's talk about five things that you can do to, to help you be more productive and better manage your time. The first one is Probably the thing I say is the first for everything that every piece of advice that I give, and that is target the services that you offer. Be very specific about what you offer so that all of the projects that you're working on are familiar projects. They're projects that you've done time and time again. They're projects where you have all of the resources already in place. They're projects where you have the outline of exactly what you need to do in order to deliver already in place. So if you're targeting and, and only offering a very specific set of services to a very specific set of clients, it makes the delivery part and, and the time management management incredibly easy because you're working on something that you're incredibly familiar with. So uh, I think back to when I used to work in a in a window factory so many years ago i worked in a factory that built windows and my job in that factory was to screw in three screws so about a hundred times a day i'd get a window in front of me 
I'd screw in three screws and that was it. And then I'd get another one. I'd screw in those same three screws and then I'd get another one and so on and so on and so on. Now that was incredibly mind numbing work and I hated it, but the idea of why it was done that way is something that you can learn from. Because I was doing the same thing over and over and over again, I got really good and really fast at it, and I could do it easily with no problem. It's the same thing with your client work. Really try to narrow down what you the services you offer so that most of the time you're working on the same kinds of projects, you're familiar with them, you know exactly what to do, and you can over time, you'll get a lot better and a lot quicker at them, and you'll be able to deliver a lot faster. All right, so the second piece then is when you're targeting like that and you're working on familiar projects, then you can create a development schedule. You can actually lay out step-by-step what you need to do in order to deliver this project. And again, because you're delivering the same projects over and over again, you're only delivering a very uh, specific set of services then that development schedule isn't going to change a whole lot and over time you'll you'll tweak it and you'll get really good at it to where you can be very precise with it okay so actually lay out step by step what you need to do in order to deliver the service or the product that you're creating by creating a development schedule even better give it to your clients so that they know step by step what you're going to do Uh, That will be something that they really appreciate. So target, create a development schedule. And then the third thing is to maintain a work schedule. So one of the big kind of roadblocks for freelancers and things that really trips us up is that because a lot of times we work from home, we, the, the reason that we're freelancing is because we like to, you know, have flexibility with our time and so forth. We end up having no work schedule. Whereas if any other job that you would have, you would have a, not only set hours, but you would have kind of set times where you would do certain things or you'd accomplish certain tasks. So as a freelancer, you want to do that as well. You want to kind of set your Monday through Friday schedule, or if you're including weekends, your your weekend schedule and so forth. And not only what the hours are, but what you're what you're generally going to work on in those time periods and then you can inject your development schedule into those so you can actually project out over the week uh the next days and weeks when you're going to be doing what for each project and so you have a realistic idea of when a project is going to be accomplished and you'll also over time get better at it so it's a lot more accurate And it'll become a projection tool for you. You'll start to understand how many clients you can take on at one time uh, and and realistically be able to to deliver on in what time period. And so when you're communicating with clients in the sales process, you have all of that laid out. So those are the three in terms of actually, you know, creating something that you can use to manage your time. Of course, the big problem oftentimes is that is actually implementing it and doing the work. And so this is when we get into the notion of talking about procrastination. And so that would be the fourth tip, which is to attack procrastination. Because procrastination, you know, you can 
set up your work schedule and your development schedule however you want. But if you don't actually implement what you've established and what you've set up, then it becomes pointless. So, and procrastination is one of the big things that's going to make that happen. So when you experience procrastination, you really, it's something in your mind you really need to put a heightened awareness on. And when you sense it, understand that this is sort of a, I don't want to say life or death, but it's your business life or death. Because if you allow procrastination to derail you at all, it's going to derail everything that you've set up in terms of managing your time. So I recently created a video on how to deal with procrastination, but I think the biggest thing, and I'll I'll link to that in the description for this episode, but the biggest thing that I found is when you have a development schedule, you already have stuff broken down into bite-sized chunks, which is one of the things that I advise that you do. On top of that, then, to just get started with something small. So if you're looking at one of the chunks that you need to do that you've outlined in your development schedule that you've plugged into your work schedule, that you're looking at it and you're just, you're starting to procrastinate about it for whatever reason. The, the biggest thing that you can do is to take that one thing and see if you can break it down into smaller chunks and just do one thing. And Oftentimes, when you get started with just that one thing, it'll lead you to do the second thing and the third thing and the fourth thing. And before you know it, you have that entire thing done. So try to break it down to as small a piece as possible to where in your mind, you can't really convince yourself that it's so much work for you to do or that it's going to be so difficult for you to accomplish. You look at it and go, you know, that's really super easy. I can really probably do that in five minutes. That's what you want because when you do that five minutes, it'll help you work up a little bit lather and then you'll just oftentimes keep going. If you don't, then, you know, if you stop, then stop. Then say, okay, what's the next small thing that I could do? Okay, well, that's five minutes. I could do that. And just try to break it down to as small a pieces as you can to where it's just, it's a difficult for your, you to, to tell yourself that this is going to take so much time and be so difficult for you to do. That's, Again, I've done a whole video on attacking procrastination, but those are some quick tips uh, that you can use to help you deal with it so that you don't derail your work schedule and your development schedule. The final piece then in all of this, and I again, I just did a video on, on work-life balance, but is to schedule in time off. Make sure that your work schedule, even if you have three projects going at once, schedules in some time off because if you don't schedule in that time off then you're going to start to slowly get burnt out because you likely won't take any time off and that's going to make dealing with procrastination a whole heck of a lot harder so make sure that your work schedule includes some very specific time periods for time off that allow you to rejuvenate and refocus uh, if you don't do that, you're again going to get burnt out and you'll lose focus. And not only will that cause you to procrastinate, but it's also going to make what you deliver a lot worse. All right. So going back, the, the prerequisite or the first thing is be disciplined when taking clients. Then from there, target. So you're working on familiar projects, create a development schedule, maintaining work schedule, attack procrastination 
and schedule in time off. You do those things, then you'll be managing your time a lot better and you'll you'll be delivering a lot more effectively and a lot more quickly and you won't feel so overwhelmed by the amount of work that you have on your plate. All right, so that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you have a question you'd like to ask me, you can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash Quora. That's Q-U-O-R-A. That will take you to my Quora profile and you can invite me to answer your question over there. Or you can tweet me at JP Morris using the hashtag JMO I want to know and I will try to get your questions on the show. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on all of the wonderful nuggets of information that I'm putting out here. And if you haven't yet, uh, be sure to like this episode so that I know that this is the kind of content that you want more of. Finally, if you haven't, head on over to johnmorrisonline.com and download my free cheat sheet, 7 Strategies to Turn Your Code into Cash. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.